baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I feel like we tipped our hand because we mentioned that we would be talking about this. So it's not really fair. It's not totally winging it. But here's the deal. You should not talk about politics at the Thanksgiving table. Full stop. You know what? I've reversed on this. I'm going to fight back on this one. By the way, you should have well, gone with the flag. You're going to have a crappy Thanksgiving. Your, ha- your, hate, your hate of the new Minnesota state flag will not stand, by the way. We'll get to that later. Oh, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't um, like any six options. Wow. So, no. Just terrible. No. Hate, you hate Minnesota. No. Just Because she's not one of us. She doesn't get a vote. <laughs> you just hate Minnesota. I have come around okay, to this. back and, to the Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, can I say why I think we should? Please. And it's not because I want people to fight, and I don't. I don't yes, like do. provocateurs. I don't like the ones who. I know I'm going to get Uncle Jerry going. Hey Jerry, did you hear about the transgender kids in your neighborhood? Not that kind. I'm talking about civil discussion because you know what, Jordana Green and America listeners to WCCO Radio, if you can't have a respectful conversation about whether it's politics, religion, the world in general, as we watch it burn, you can't have it anywhere. So I think it's educational. I think it's you can practice um, restraint. You can hear other points of view. What a concept about that, by the way. And if you can't do it with your family, you can't do it anywhere. So that's why I say, you know what, if you want to talk politics tomorrow in a respectful manner, you go for it. Pass the turkey, and let me talk about uh, abortion. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you. I just got like a vision of giblets in there, so I, I'm glad that oh, we're geez. not we're not going to go there. No, Sorry. no, yeah, that, no, no. Had to regain my composure there. Uh, then I'm glad I am not excited. I am not invited to Adam Carter's wow. Thanksgiving. I'm not saying here's the deal. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, no. if you want to talk about politics, you have to know the room. You have to understand that everybody is going to be respectful, but you know that Uncle Tony is going to get drunk, and he's not, and he's going to make fun of Aunt Mary's kid who might have different pronouns or might be more accepting of people with different pronouns than, you know, Uncle Mario is, (laughs) and they're not gonna like it and after a few drinks and rum filled pecan pie they're not going to be able to hold back their hidden racism and everyone is going to be upset that's gonna happen so if you want to have a nice you know respectful thanksgiving you either don't serve alcohol don't invite <laughs> Uncle Tony. First of all, that's or a don't no, you talk have, politics. You gotta have booze at Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, okay. like I'm not coming Again, if you don't have a bottle of wine. I, um, you can have this conversation respectfully with maybe your family of origin because you know them really well, and it's a conversation you want to have. But I, with a with an uncle or an aunt or somebody that you or somebody's you know um, new boyfriend that they're bringing that. You're not really sure of their views. You don't know if they're crazy yet, and they just showed up at Thanksgiving. This is not the time. Sorry. 
651-461-9226. I, I can't believe I'm coming around. I was just yeah, uh, and there's so many other things to talk about. That's it. There's so I'm not saying you shouldn't have an open-minded conversations with your family, but family that you only see once a year, family that you might know is nutso bananas. Um, this is the time to say how are your, you know, uh, how's your how's your job. How's oh you're doing a remodel in the house? How are the the aunts or the cousins that I haven't seen in a while? You know, catch up on other family members, love on each other. How's your health? This is a time to talk about that. This is if you have a problematic family, if your family can handle it, great. But if you have a family that's questionable or is posting crazy stuff and conspiracy theories on Facebook, no, save yourself, friend. Save yourself. Uh, pop me, pop me up here. Can you is this? this? Okay, this is the sound of Adam Carter's Thanksgiving. Hear the hear the fire in the background. <laughs> Diane, you look like great, this. by the way. Diane, you look wonderful. I love your sweater. <laughs> Diane, how are the grandkids? Is your three year old uh, is he learning uh, English? I mean, is he <laughs> better than our president? Am I right? Our president can't put a, <laughs> one sentence together. Oh, yeah. mm, this turkey's wonderful. <laughs> Jordana, well, how is how, how is your year been? Do you have anything to add here? Fantastic. Our, our incompetent president, am I right? Sunshine, nope. Roses and sunshine. Everything is great. I love the elderly. We should stand against elder abuse. Speaking of uh, advanced age, see how I'm deflecting? And I'm. everyone can agree that we should stand against elder abuse. So while I don't want to talk about Joe Biden's age, I would rather agree with you that, that um, you know, beating old people is a bad thing. Right? We can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. Of the border. How about that, Dave? I mean, uh, you got here pretty easy. <laughs> you know who else gets here easy? <laughs> Nicaraguans, am I right? I mean, they just keep coming in, Dave. Yeah. Hey, pass the mashed I, potatoes, would you? Dave, I, I hear Mexico's lovely this time of year. Isn't it a beautiful place it to sounds like, Why are they all coming here? It That's sounds all, like, I just don't understand it. Help me out, figure that out. I'm not trying to be... I appreciate the... I mean, I don't want to be that person, but I just don't know what is going on. It sounds like we've come to the conclusion that the only time you can or that talking about politics at Thanksgiving is great unless anyone's drunk or <laughs> anyone in your family is weird, which precludes every single family <laughs> on the planet. So I think I'm back to not talking about politics. I, just one day. You know, I, I think that here, like if you want to talk politics, get in a group chat with all those people that are invited or call them on your own. I just feel like it's a. Uh, I tell you, we, and I speak from experience. You know, we have Shabbat here almost every week unless we get invited out. So Shabbat is the beginning of our Sabbath. We have a big dinner on Friday night that Adam has bailed on every time I have invited him. So thanks for that. Um, he's, I promise he will get invited. I, you have but, invited me. I just haven't been able to get over there yet. You haven't been able to. It's my wife's fault. Oh, oh, great. Throw Jen under the... See, again, this is why you're throwing relatives under the bus. She would not like that. But anyway... Speaking of buses, do you know that they're sending people in buses to different cities? Have you heard about this? I was watching... We went through a phase where, you know, I didn't have grandbabies yet, and we would invite friends, and ultimately the adults would end up talking about politics, okay? It was sort of, you know, like a Trump era, and and my kids finally said to me, and my kids would have friends over and whatnot, and not that we would fight, but things would get heated because I have friends who have very differing political views on all ends of the spectrum. So my kids would say to me, guys, it, it's, Shabbat's great, but let's not talk about politics on Shabbat. Like the kids were saying, we don't want it to get heated. We would rather do something 
either learn Torah or talk about something else. And I thought to myself, like, of course, why are we ruining a beautiful dinner with family and friends talking about border politics? And they were right. So we don't do that anymore. We don't talk about that on Shabbat. We talk about other stuff. So it's just I learned my lesson. Like, I feel like I do Thanksgiving every week at the house. So because we could have 10 to 15 people a week. And I, I feel like I've learned that lesson. We should keep it kind. Okay, Mark from Minnetonka uh, has texted in uh, a lot. We we love Mark listens, but here's a, reading this, and this is kind of arguing though. This is what I'm talking about being a provocateur. It brings me so much joy being the only Republican in my family. Uh, Thanksgiving when I pull up in the driveway, I have my Trump 2024 flag hanging from my car window. The look on the faces of disgust just brings me joy. But we do respect oh, each other's views. But do you really though? See, that's what I don't like. I mean, I, I have no problem with your views, but if you're being a provocateur and if you get a kick right. out of other people, like, that's like it. having disgust over disgust. it, right. then I, I don't mm-hmm. think you're really, I don't think you're really being respectful. Right. Mark, Mark I, feel free to call it. Feel free to call it, yeah. though, Mark. When my relatives see me, I want them to smile. I want them to think, oh, it's great to see Jordana. Let's catch up. I don't want them to think, just like, wait till oh, you my leave. God. Just wait till you leave to yeah. say, God, jeez. What's Aunt Jordan going to say this this year? What is, you know, like, or can you how can we gonna... piss her off now? Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, I don't want to piss anybody. It's Thanksgiving. Let's be thankful we are alive. We are safe, God willing, in this country. We, yeah, there's so many things to be thankful for. Um not a game of naked twister with grandma. Nobody wants that. Texter, well, I, I see you. I see, yeah. It's been the so bottom, I, right? Um, I mean, we're doing that again. I mean, I'd probably prefer that, right? The naked, the naked uh, twister with grandpas versus the politics talk. So that's my hot take today, that no, you should not be talking. I don't know that I can convince you, Adam, or I'm not going to convince Mark from Minnetonka, but it's not the time to pick a fight. I- so... And I'm not saying pick a fight. I'm saying if we can't have respectful conversations about things that actually impact our lives with our friends and family, then we're doomed. I guess Thanksgiving is not the day for that. You, if you really, if you really respect and want to hear your family's opinions, you start a group chat, or you have them over for dinner on a Tuesday night, or you guys yep. hang out. You know what? When you're watching football on Sunday, you can talk about that. Not Thanksgiving Day, but on Sunday. Great. If you guys really want to talk about that, pick another time you hang out and get those views going. I just don't think there's so much pressure on Thanksgiving dinner. The people who cooked it, the people who are hosting, the people who are worried. I... It's just not the time. Like it is, it's a time to. How about we respect thanks and just respect shalom bayit, peace in the home, which is what we say in Hebrew, shalom, peace in the home. And it's just not the time. You know, if you're using that time and you only see those people once a year, you don't really care what they think because you only see them once a year. They're not necessarily your friends. Yeah, they're your family. So use that time to catch up on on familyness business. What do you think? Is she right? 651-461-9226. Jordana says, nope, don't talk politics. At the Thanksgiving table, I say, Mm -hmm. if you can't talk amongst your friends and family in a measured way, then we're doomed as a society. 651-461-9226. Your calls, please call us. Calls and texts next after this. And beating up a little bit on the text line. My thought today on Winging It Wednesday is no. 
do not talk politics at Thanksgiving dinner. Adam says he's come around a little bit. I have, if it's respectful. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Someone said, uh, let's see. I want you. There was one for Adam. Adam, I'm with you, but we're already doomed. <laughs> I don't know. That's not all that uplifting, but some of your texts are very interesting. Guys, my family, they start talking politics. This texter writes, I just gradually walk out of the room. I don't join in. It's as easy as that. And I'm saying that as someone, we do this for a living. We talk about this for a living. We talk about politics, everything. We have to come at this with opinions, be opinionated on it. I don't want to do that during Thanksgiving dinner. It's like, I've had those situations where people just like assume that, well, mm-hmm. you've got strong opinions about this. What do you right. think about this? It's like, mm-hmm. dude, it's like I, I, I'm not I'm not fighting fires right now. I'm I'm, I'm it's mm-hmm. my day off. I don't want to chime in on big important issues of the day. But I sometimes I tell them to listen to the podcast. There you oh, go. I'll send you a link. Yeah, find out <laughs> or listen on Monday. I'll give you about what my opinion is on the situation. But I but what I'm saying though, and and there's another text who says. Often that we have kids at Thanksgiving yeah. and yeah. our children should be able to see us, you know, have a good in-depth conversation right. about something mm-hmm. and be respectful. Again, I'm saying that I, I'm not saying, hey, have at it and like get get all the nasty views out of the way. I just like, you know, we should be able to, you know, sit down at a Thanksgiving dinner with family and especially ones who have different views. That's it. Because we used to be able to do that. Well, you know, Jerry, I I appreciate your statement on that. I just disagree with you. Frankly, I just have a different thought. Okay, well, or maybe, well, you know, you're right on that. You know, I never thought of it that way. I'll I'll think of that in the future. Mm, I feel like I say this every day on the show, but... Have you met us? We cannot do that. <laughs> yeah, but you're we also one, awful. You're also one who says you love getting different points of view and you change your view on things all the time. Oh, honey, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking. <laughs> Are you saying you're better than other people? In general. You're better than I'm other saying, people. You're saying. I, I'm not saying. You hate I'm Minnesota. Better. You hate the flag. I, I and love now you, you think you're better the than other people. Flags are terrible. But I would advise, you know, if this was Dear Jordana, I would say, no way. And and honestly, even at my family dinner, I just think there are other, and we do have debates. We have debates on group texts. We have debates at other dinners mm-hmm. where we get together. We actually talk to each other, you know, Mark's family, my family, totally. But I just don't necessarily think it should happen at Thanksgiving dinner. You don't want a negative because kids are there. You know, you don't want it to be negative. You want it to be positive. Yes. You know, this is one of the reasons we dread Thanksgiving so much because of the fighting. So like let's uh, let's keep it positive. I just don't necessarily think it's the time or the place. Jen is in Leicester Prairie. Uh beautiful Leicester Prairie. Jen, uh, chime in here. What do you think? Um I really do think that it's okay to discuss some of the political issues at dinner and the reason being is i think that kids learn from this uh time of interaction as long as it's respectful Respectful. between people yes 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 and i know but um, uncle larry isn't respectful uncle larry's a jerk sometimes uh and it it can happen uh those Mm -hmm. situations but i i do want to bring up one situation that uh a discussion that happened Last night when I picked up my college student, mm. is um, she said she was invited to a pro-Palestinian protest. She declined, but she said, I don't know enough about this. 
um, oh. subject in order to pick a side. So she declined uh, and right, rightfully so to do that. But it was interesting wow. that she admitted that she didn't know enough about it, but the, there was a significant amount of peer pressure to participate. And so if those sorts of conversations were had at the table, I think kids can learn from those. Bravo to your daughter, by the way, uh, for being mature enough to say, you know what, I don't have a, I don't have a strong enough uh, knowledge of this situation mm-hmm. to have an opinion on it. By the That's way, that awesome. is a very, right. yes, that is such a, more people need to do that, by the way. Yes. You know, realize yes. that, hey, I'm not educated enough now to make a solid opinion on this. I mean, here's what, you, obviously you can have a gut reaction to something, but you can also realize, you know what, I need to do a little more research on this before I certainly form an, uh, my own opinion and then, you know, join others in either a protest or a rally about something. Great job, Mom. Great job, Mom. Oh, thank you. you. Did, you did thank re- you. you did really well. Yeah, thank you for calling in too. I, I think she's I think she's really right about that. In fact, just last night, because my kids are uh, off to New Jersey this morning uh, to see the other side of the family, so that's where they spend Thanksgiving every year, which is really fun for them. Um, so last night we had a very in depth conversation about you know the the hostage the possible hostage release, which again we will talk more about this on this show in the next hour um, in Israel. And and my little one, she's not so little; she's sixteen you know, uh, very liberal, as most kids are, and was asked, also spent the summer in Israel. So you think she would know a lot about this conflict. Mm-hmm. But this is a new conflict. Again, when she was in Israel, terrorists did not come in and steal 240 people um, and keep them as hostages. So we talked all about it. And, you know, the bombing of, you know, she's seeing online how many people are saying, you know, the unfair response or the, uh, you know, extreme response that some people are saying that from the Israeli government. And we uh, and and she would not have asked these questions in a more public forum unless it was a safe place. So, you know, you have me who's a little more in the middle, Mark, who's a little bit, you know, more, um, pro-response and you know we all sort of have differing views about it but we had a conversation and I I reminded the kids I said guys I want you to be able to ask these questions I don't want it to get shut down Mm -hmm. and that's what I fear and to Jen's point that if you are in a, a room where maybe they're not familiar with your kids or they're not as respectful as you want them to be. You don't want to shut down conversation. You don't want someone to have to be right. You don't want someone screaming conspiracy theories with nothing to back it up. You want to foster those kind of questions mm-hmm. where people might feel, well, I don't know enough about this, but Thanksgiving is not, pl- is, I don't think it's the place to get those questions answered. Some of the texts here, I dreaded holidays with my in-laws. They would watch Fox News 24-7 and repeat those views all day long. You two obviously have a difference of opinion. Why don't each of you deal with it the way you want and leave the radio audience out of the argument? That's not exactly what we do here, but we appreciate what the comment. We do. Yeah. Uh, Jordana <laughs> How is we get paid. Jordana is right. Adam is wrong. Please, can we just oh. have a few days, a year of peace? <laughs> right, Adam, of peace. I, fe- I feel totally blessed. Our family never talks politics when we gather. Oh, Better things to discuss. Nice. Happy yes. Thanksgiving to all of you. Another text here. I like discussing politics or current events at dinner. However, I have a brother who is far to the left, which in and of itself doesn't bother me. I like intellectual conversation, but he's aggressive and condescending. Uh, so if he's at dinner, politics is a no-go. That's it, too. That's what I'm saying. Yes. He's like, and that, the audience. Right. Know the room and know that, uh, but I'll stick with my guns here in that if right. it can be respectful, 
I welcome opening views and I, I, I welcome different views. Not that I'm going to change my view, but I just realize and remain grounded in the fact that we can have differing views and not treat each other like the enemy. Fair enough, my friend. Yep. Okay, let's put a pin in it. And you're up next with Winging It Wednesday. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Dear Hollywood, enough. Stop with the over-the-top, exaggerated Minnesota accent. Enough. Now, I fought this for a long time. Chad Harbin, for 10-so years, beat this out of me, the oversensitive Minnesotan. You know, when Fargo came out, when was that, 1996, you know, People were up at arms. Oh, that we don't. We don't sound like that. Yeah, we kind of do. But enough. It's way over the top. Fargo, the TV show now, the fifth season premiered last night, and we watched, and it was too flipping much. Enough already. Hollywood, you're better than that. Get the accent right. Get it right. It's not as bad as you make it out to be. Every single person on the show, oh, God, oh, my God, hon. Yeah, you bet. Oh, boy, hot dish. Yay, loons. Gophers, (laughs) holy moly. Enough already. And I'm not, and I know we talk funny. I get it. I talk funny. I try to work hard and softening my O's. But every once in a while, I slip back into the O. Oh, boy, holy moly. But it's not as bad as they make it. Don't they have, like, professional linguistic coaches Mm -hmm. who coach people on accents? And people who get it bad, they get get ridiculed for it. Like Kevin Mm -hmm. Costner. Has Mm -hmm. Kevin Costner ever done a good accent? I don't think so. But you know what? He's Kevin Costner. But every single person in the Fargo is just, oh, hon, here's a little sample of this. Let's hear it. That's just $5,000 worth of... Like I said, peace of mind is priceless. Yeah, hon. Yeah, yeah, hon. Oh, for Pete's sake. Oh, come on. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. What time? What time? Oh, I gotta go, hon. Oh, I gotta go, hon. Oh, boy. Are you offended by that? Answer? I am offended now. I'm, I'm, I've, I've come around. I'm offended at that. If I am up for a role, like of somebody in New York, hey, forget about it. Talk to me later. I wouldn't get the parts. You'd be like, dude, your accent is terrible. People from New York don't sound like that. But apparently, oh, if I do this for Minnesota, oh, you, you're right. Wow, you nailed it, man. That is so good. Give me a break. <laughs> You know, when Jersey Shore first came yes. out. Can you spot a fake New Jersey accent, Jordana? I know. Can you tell when somebody's yeah. doing it over the top? But people said to me, is that real? And Adam, I had to admit, it's kind of real. That is how people are at the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I mean, and all over New Jersey. Like, of course, they were exaggerating themselves. But, like, there's always a little bit of truth. Yeah, but they were really from New Jersey, that. though, right? 
That's true. Yes. That yes, of course. They were they were playing themselves. It was a reality show. So even if they over animated themselves, it's still themselves. But there is truth to that. So really, so there's no truth to some people saying like, oh, oof-da. no, there is oh, absolutely yes. oofta. First of all, no, if somebody would say oofta, no, that's cliche. That's stereotypical. Unless okay. you're my 78 year old grandfather. No. And but they're right. I just is right there. No, no. I, I realize not everybody in the country says no, like I do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's just exaggerated so much. I, what I'm saying is Hollywood, they spend millions of dollars on actors who can speak, who become the role. And Juno, is it Juno Temple? Is that her name? Yes, I she, love her. She's English. She's got like a Cockney accent in real life. British. Mm-hmm. British, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I, I, and I get that she, that's, and actually her accent was far better than a lot of them. In the, like her husband in the show last night. It was just, it was comical. It's like, okay, c- come on, man. Like, oh, boy, you know, like, geez, like, come on. But so I. I'm, so are we not watching this show or do you no, watch I like Fargo? It. I love Fargo. I love it. And usually. Oh, okay. I, do I have to start watching it? Uh, Is it really good? It's Well, John Hamm will be appearing in it. And he, he didn't show up until the very end last night. Oh, okay. But no, I, I, I've loved Fargo. And they've had. Uh, oh, I forget the actress's name in the last season. The one it's been a couple of years since the last season, the one that Chris Rock was in. Okay. And there was a the woman who played the nurse. She, I forget her name, but she's Irish. And okay. she did it. She nailed it. She it was very good, very accurate. And um so it can be done well. I'm not saying and I know we talk funny. I everybody, you know, I get it. Oh boy, you know, like that's what that's what we're known for. But accuracy is better than buffoonery. And to me, a lot of the accents were just buffoonish last night. What do you guys think? 651-461-9226. Do they need to start taking voice acting lessons from Adam Carter? I think you should offer yourself up and they should be able to get the accent correct. Uh, The texters, many agree with you. Uh, Adam, I swear they're doing more of a Canadian accent than Minnesota. You hear that a little more? Nah, Canadian. Well, you know, Dave Foley showed up in the in last night's episode. I didn't know Dave. Fo- Dave Foley was a member of the Kids in the Hall, and they're Canadian. Oh Dave is gosh. Canadian. He was News okay, Radio. Yeah, you remember yeah, yeah. News Radio? Mm-hmm. And his actually is perfect. His his accent is good, mainly because he's got the I guess the Canadian influence. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's n- not as Canadians more like Bach. Bach. Ah, Bach. Bach. The Canadians okay. different. This is the mid. This is like the typical uh, Great Lakes kind of Midwestern. Um, mm-hmm. Oh boy, you know, because it's kind of we flatten, we're, and we don't we don't flatten as much as like I think in Wisconsin. I think they flatten mm-hmm. it a little more, so they just kind of combine them all, and it's just hmm. like exaggerated so much. I just Adam is a hundred percent correct. This texture writes, "I'm a little offended as a Minnesotan, but I'd be more offended right, as, as an, an actor. actor. I'm not offended as a Minnesotan. <laughs> I get you're poking fun. No, you're not poking fun. Yeah, you're trying to yeah. be accurate. I get that, but uh, I, I I just feel like it could be a little more accurate." Oh, Adam, this texter says, calm down. It's a dark comedy. So, of course, that will go over the top. Uh, The only thing uh, Minnesotans will be mad about. Oh, that's the only thing Minnesotans will be mad about. Everybody else loves it. I'm going to have to start watching it. I mean, I loved Fargo, the movie. So I'm you've never seen any time. of the you've never seen any of the television no. series. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. And they're so different. Like the, the cast are completely different and they don't. It's not there is a connection to all the seasons, but it's not like. It's progressive, uh, chronological. 
it's they're different. It's very good, and some of the seasons were better than others, but I think it's been a very good series. All right. Uh, oh, let's see. We have a call. Who is joining us? It is our friend Adam and Robbinsdale. Is it Adam? Yes, Hi, Adam and Robbinsdale. Who's got no Minnesota accent that I can detect? No. Well, I got rid of it. So I grew up. I think I've told you guys many times. Small town, southeast Minnesota, and they were in the state football. So they all came up, and I haven't seen a lot of them in years. And holy heck, Adam, yeah. it is thick. It is thick. Yes. I mean, really? I was around there, and it was just oh. I mean, the, in the rural areas, it's just, it's, and it's not just north in Fargo. I mean, I'm down from the Rochester area, and that yeah. I, I could not believe it. And like some of my friends from up here went with me, and they're like, "My gosh, you guys, you guys drop those O's real deep yes. down there." I'm like, apparently, <laughs> oh, you bet yeah. you do, yeah. And so Fargo's in a rural area, so yeah. I don't think it's you know that big of an exaggeration. But, but yeah, they do go a little over the top, yeah. but it still exists, my friend. Yeah, I Have hear you. Have a good Thanksgiving, guys. Thanks, Adam. You too. See Adam maybe and and our uh, you know our our Adam from Robbinsdale, you guys were maybe fighting hard to sound less Minnesotan, mm-hmm. you know, but it still exists. I remember in college the my professors used to say you need to sound less New Jersey, and I had a yep. pretty thick New Jersey accent. My parents are New York born. I, we were born and raised in New Jersey, and um, and, and I, he said my professor, Professor Earl Lissett, he said um, you need to sound more Midwest. And at that time, I had never been to the Midwest. I'm like, well, what do they sound like? He says they sound like nothing. And I don't think they sound like nothing because no. Minnesotans. Everybody's have a, got a, accents. Everybody has right. An so he meant less like myself. Yes. And I've worked really hard at not having a New Jersey accent. Although in this job, it sort of comes out more. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I go home or talk to my sister or mother on the phone, like it's it's back. Yeah. And my kids make fun of me. But you can work hard. You, you can work at not sounding like who you are. But Adam... Those are our roots. They should be celebrated. We right. should be glad for right. over-the-top accents. It should it should feel comforting when you hear it. Like when I hear the Jersey accent, I'm like, oh, those are my people. I get it. I get it. Yeah, but if it were if there were actors going, oh, hey, forget about Jersey over here. Hey, get out of my way. Hey, oh, forget about it. Then you'd be like, okay, okay give right. me a break. It's a little much. See, a little much. Case a closed. Nine forty nine. We got a call. Should we t- let's hold hold the call? Okay. Stay through the break. We'll be back nine forty nine on a winging it Wednesday on WCCO. Nine fifty four. That is your uh, Linda's construction time check. Uh, time to save on Infinity for Marvin Windows. I was talking about the husband in the show about his is so bad and over the top. He's a native Minnesotan. There's an article is in the he? paper about him. Uh, yes. I'm reading it right now. Our friend David Reisdahl uh, is from New Ulm. He's 36. He plays the role of the husband. Went to New Ulm, gra- graduated from St. Olaf College. <laughs> and and I thought his was the worst, and he's native. Come on, man. It's hilarious. You're doing us bad. Hilarious. Uh, let's go to the okay. F- yeah, let's go to the phones. Ron is in Hopkins. Yeah. Ron, go ahead, dear. What do you got? <laughs> Hey, Adam, I'm totally with you, you and Jordana, that there is over-exaggeration going on in uh, Hollywood with uh, our accent. However, I would say that the guest you just had on ended his conversation with you with, holy heck, Adam, and he said he lost his accent. (laughs) So. It sounds like we're our, we went Minnesotans are yes. alive and well with our exaggeration. Yeah, um, I guess. So yes. holy hack, we're still living it. All right. Thanks a lot. I Thanks a that. ton, there, Ron. I, Appreciate I it. I find the Minnesota accent to be so wholesome. 
Like you guys actually pronounce words. You don't abuse the language. You you're grammatically correct most of the time. Yeah. You know, even holy heck. Yeah. I oh, it's so cute. I find it maybe because of the movie. Not that the movie Fargo was so wholesome, but I um I don't know. It just seems well, like I mean the beauty so of wholesome. yes, and the beauty of Fargo and the beauty of this series is that yes, that is a kind of a wholesome kind of backwards kind of old boy. Yes. But yet when you when that is the flip side of the coin is it's a very dark comedy and involved with right. very nefarious Murderous. things. It is mm-hmm. yes, it is a good blend. Uh, so I right, I think that it sums up sort of the Minnesota people can have a dark side but we're pretty nice and we are and i was out with mark the other night and um and he said that he goes we would never be treated this way in new jersey and minnesotans just are nicer i really think that that's true so take that as a compliment because a lot of people are not are not nice texter says you know i've noticed people like in delano and orono the outer burbs have Mm -hmm. a subtle accent compared to people in the city seriously not joking of course. Yeah. I mean, there's different accents yeah. in New yeah, York City. So there's sure. there's absolutely different accents in Minnesota. Like I think like the Iron Range, northeastern Minnesota, like Duluth, that to mm-hmm. me is like more Canadian, has a more Canadian mm-hmm. sound than even like in northwestern Minnesota or southern mm-hmm. Minnesota. And I love that. I love trying to pick up different kind of accents. So it's good. It's a, the, Our accents, they, they identify us. I agree. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. No, not at all. I remember when no. Ruby came home from a play date uh, when she was young, she said the mom asked where I was from because I had an accent. And she was like, so, because she's born here, she was like excited that she sounded a little more East Coast because that was so, so, so to speak, exotic. <laughs> so, you exotic, know, yes, so of, foreign to right? them. Ooh, we've got <laughs> an ounce. We've got a different kind of person. I love that, though. Yeah. I love like uh, detecting different accents. I love when I can yeah. guess it right. All right, uh, nine fifty-seven. Thank you very much for indulging us. Uh, we'll move on. We've got uh, quick takes coming up with DJ. What's uh, what's on the what's on the plate? What's the most popular pie in Minnesota? Also, uh, the start of the holiday season means some holiday concerts coming to town. Ooh. Oh boy, can't wait. Ooh. Oh boy, oh, oh. Wow. oh, sounds great. Oh, oh. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.